Hello and welcome. This is episode 25. If it was an episode a year, it would be a quarter of a century, but it's not. It's an episode a week, so we're 25 weeks, one week shy of six months. Math is fun, folks. I don't care what your parents try to tell you. Math is fun. Thank you guys for joining me here today. We are going to talk about a bunch of fun stuff. I got a brand new beer to go over. And I got a board game that I think all of us have played at least 4,000 times that I'm going to talk about and all the significance uh, that the 90s played on this specific board game that's been around for decades. Almost a century. Holy shit, I'm old. But thank you so much for tuning in. This is Modern Beers and 90s Nostalgia, the only podcast that talks about 90s pop culture while drinking craft beer regularly i'm sure people have accidentally done that a couple times but we do it every week yes we do the royal we of course because it is just me this week and i want to say thanks again and ask you if you haven't already come say hello on social networks we're on instagram twitter and facebook at beers and 90s you can email beers and 90s at gmail.com or if you're so inclined check out the new website beers and 90s.com guess what it's not done yet, but it's getting there. And if you have a subject or a topic you want us to cover or a beer you want to recommend, you can do that on the contact page of beersand90s.com. That's B-E-E-R-S-A-N-D-9-0-S.com. So check it out and uh, leave us some feedback. Let us know what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show. Should my friends keep coming on or should I just dial random numbers until I find celebrities? I mean, I do that all the time anyway, but that's beside the point. I want to get started because I do have a couple great things today. So let's jump right into it and head on over to the beer with a little music from this band. You make me dizzy, running circles in my head. One of these days I'll chase you down. what i like about that song a lot of stuff this week i have griffin claw brewing company now i have not featured griffin claw on here before but they are out of birmingham michigan and a delicious brewery with a flagship ipa known as norm's raggedy ass ipa or just norm's ipa depending on how conservative the place is where you are drinking it i've seen it both ways but the cans i've also seen both ways maybe they're just becoming a little more, uh, I don't know. I don't support it. I don't want to justify anything. I'm not going to make excuses for them. Raggedy Ass is the name of the beer. And it's Norm's Raggedy Ass. And you put a donkey on there so you can get away with it. So just keep that going. You don't have to get rid of it. I know you did for a few cans. I saw him. I freaking saw him, man. Don't call me a liar. But I'm not drinking Norm's Raggedy Ass IPA today. Today I'm drinking a special beer I found from Griffin Claw. Brewed only uh, four weeks ago in January, or I guess that would be six weeks ago. Time flies when you're having fun, folks. But it is Downtown Bourbon Brown, and it is a brown ale aged in bourbon barrels with espresso beans. Now, I was a little surprised when I was looking at the label, because it is only a a measly 6.5% alcohol by volume, uh, which usually anything that is aged in any barrel 
unless that barrel's just a keg, um, goes up significantly in alcohol. So that was pretty surprising. And it's only 22 IBUs, so it's not very high on that bitterness scale, if that is always a concern of yours. And um, these come in nice 16-ounce cans, as do all Griffin Claw beers, unless you're in the brewery, and then they come in whatever damn glass you drink them out of. But let's give this guy open. Give this guy an open? Yeah, I'm going to keep that. Let's give this guy an open and see what's going on inside. I am actually shocked that it's only 6.5% because you can really, really get the bourbon flavor off of the top of that, like immediately. Um, the fact that it's a brown ale almost fades into the back. Like you could you could sell this if it were a little darker because it is, it is a little light. But you could sell this as a bourbon barrel-aged stout. So, you know, after you barrel-age a stout, it, it's still black and it still looks thick, but it doesn't taste as thick, if that makes sense. But as I said, Griffin Claw Brewing is in Birmingham, Michigan. They do have a pretty wide distribution. It's just gotten bigger every year. And um, if you go to one of the bars that, you know, I don't know, them, it, typically anywhere in Michigan that has more than just like one Bell's Tap and one Founder's Tap, one Short's Tap, you will probably find Norm's Raggedy Ass IPA on draft there. But if you do see this psychedelic looking can, I mean, this thing looks like it's straight out of the straight out of the 60s, hence the downtown bourbon brown. Um, almost looks like James Brown on the front. Could it be? Did I just figure it out? Who knows? But it is delicious. It is not that bad in alcohol, all things considered. Most IPAs are going to be uh, six and a half to eight percent, depending on what IPA you're getting. So, hey, go nuts. Get a four-pack of these, because that's how they come, because they're 16-ounce cans, and just go to town. I'm talking get up in there, get that beer pregnant. Is that? That was too much. I could This week, the main event... I would like to talk to you about a board game. I put up a survey and got a bunch of responses and I asked people what their favorite board game was. And I did, I, I got some life. I got some trouble, but overwhelmingly I got Monopoly. Monopoly was first published by Parker brothers in 1935. So holy crap. I mean, we're what? Six years shy of uh, 90 years old, seven years shy, depending on how you look at it. And then Parker Brothers was acquired or purchased, or however you want to say it, from Hasbro, or by Hasbro, in 1991. Now, before they were purchased in 1990, there were two huge Monopoly events. And you guys are probably thinking, what the hell's a Monopoly event? Is that where you stay up until 4 a.m. with your brother and your grandma and no one wants to trade properties and so no one has a monopoly and you guys are just splitting properties and it's like, come on! You're collecting, what, five bucks off Baltic Avenue and just wishing it all would end but you won't give up because you're stubborn and competitive? No, guys, that's not what I'm talking about. What I am talking about is Monopoly Jr., created in 1990. You should all be familiar with that because that is the junior version of the game. Um, typically, if you didn't have it, you had friends that had it. 
Or maybe you had little brothers or sisters and they had it because they didn't understand the intricacies of full monopoly, full luxury tax, full income or 20% or 10% or however, the math that no one could ever figure out, which I found out when doing research, they actually got rid of that and just were like, look, flat rate, just pay this much because apparently figuring out a percentage of all of your assets is uh, harder than they originally thought when they made the game because it is. I mean, it's uh, you literally you have to start doing your taxes. You get all your properties. You see what their value are. You got to get your money together. Houses, hotels, what do they cost? I feel like the rules were never really clear on how you calculated that percentage out. So everyone was always just like 200 bucks because it was right after go anyway. So you pass go, you got 200 bucks. And then if you landed on that, you're like, just keep it. Or throw it in the pot for free parking. Who played that way? I love that way. And whenever I play Monopoly with someone that doesn't put money in the middle for free parking, I'm like, why? Why? Who are you? What, do you want this game to end in an hour instead of seven? Get out of my house. So Monopoly Jr. was created, and I think it had like three different currencies and much bigger spaces on the board, and it was it took place at an amusement park instead of, you know, the country... I don't know where actual Monopoly takes place. I would assume the entire U.S., uh, given all the different names. Branching off, though, uh, 1990 also brought something that many of you probably do not remember or do not know, as I didn't even know this existed until I started doing research. But holy crap, I would watch the shit out of it now, and that is the Monopoly game show. Okay, full disclosure, Pat Sajak did not host the Monopoly game show. Some other guy did that wasn't in anything else. That was uh, the pinnacle of his career from June to September of 1990. And it was a very strange show because while there was a Monopoly board and that applied in how you got points, or if you like answered a question right, you would get the property. Uh, other than that, it was just like a quiz show. Or like a word jumble show, like where you just solved puzzles and then you got the property. So they really played that up with the Monopoly name, but that's why it only lasted for three months in the summer of 1990. Thanks a lot, Monopoly Game Show. Uh, if you guys are curious though, and I highly recommend this because I did this already, go to YouTube and look at the Monopoly Game Show. There are full episodes up there. You can watch them, try to play along. It's, uh, it is not what you expect. No matter what you expect of this game show, it's not it. It's different in, in good and bad ways. Primarily bad. Uh, or maybe just weird. The contestants are definitely playing a game show in 1990, and that in itself is entertaining. Look at them hairstyles. Moving on. Uh, the 90s were the last decade to see some iconic pieces, and children today... Uh, anyone, I guess, born after, I believe it was 99 or 2000, uh, is not going to ever see these in a new Monopoly box, and that is the cannon. Little wheel, little cannon. And then uh, the horse and rider, which I I forgot about that piece, but then the second I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, I love being that guy, because everyone fought over the car, 
everyone wanted to be the car, and then if you couldn't be the car, there was a selection of things you didn't care about, like a boot or a thimble um, or a wheelbarrow. But there was a there was the guy, the cowboy on the horse. I don't know if he was a cowboy or not. It was the piece is actually called horse and rider, so who knows? Maybe it was just like some bro on a horse. Maybe it was a girl on a horse. I'm sorry, I'm so sexist. It's terrible. But the horse and the rider and the cannon, both out in the 90s were the last decade that saw them. Other classic pieces that are no longer available as of last year, 2017, are the boot, the iron, the thimble, and the wheelbarrow. And I, you know, as much as I just bitched about those pieces, they're still the classic pieces, and I'm not a fan of what they've done with the new ones. I think there's like a fucking dinosaur now. Who cares? A dinosaur? What, is the dinosaur gonna go buy property? How does that make sense? Not saying the cannon made any sense, but maybe it was like Civil War Monopoly. Who knows? Uh, At least some of the other stuff, the iron, the boot, the thimble, it's all household stuff that you could relate to. Horse and the Rider, that's just, what's her name? Traveling from out west, coming coming to the east to buy some property. It's no big deal. Once again, canon I have no excuse for. But I do not like, uh, I do not like the new pieces that they made. I know that was a big voting thing, but guess who votes the most online, guys? Children. Yeah. Lots of free time. Lots of, uh, they don't know that their opinion doesn't matter yet, so... Growing up's hard. Growing up's hard. Is that a down note to transition through with a song? Who knows? Here's a song. Now, you have probably seen Monopoly in many, many different versions. I'm actually relatively sure that upstairs in my closet, uh, we have Family Guy Monopoly that I got 10 years ago. And that's the only version of Monopoly we have in our house. We don't have the classic version of Monopoly. And I'm the kind of asshole that'll go buy it on eBay. I'll be like, I want the 1998 version um, instead of buying the new one with the, you know, shitty dinosaurs. But uh, other than Family Guy, which is obviously more recent, even though Family Guy came out in the 90s. Don't want to burst your bubble there, but it was the end of the 90s and it was a great show. And then it got canceled. Then it got renewed later on. Uh, Different episode. But other versions that came out in the 90s of Monopoly. Batman and Robin, uh, which was the said to be the worst Batman movie ever. Got its own (laughs) Monopoly board. With Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze and George Clooney, who uh, described the movie as a pile of garbage. I'm paraphrasing. Harley Davidson version of Monopoly. I don't know if you buy bike parts. I'm not sure how that would work. MCI Classic. I'm assuming tennis related. Uh, NASCAR Monopoly. National Parks Monopoly. That sounds interesting, and I know a lot of people that would love that. One of them being... Leslie Nope. The NFL Monopoly. Uh, I looked at this. Now, as you can imagine, if you're a fan of the NFL, uh, there's more teams than there are property spaces on the board. So what they did was for the railroads, they would take two teams and make it like a matchup. Like, oh, this 
instead of buying a railroad, you'd like buy that game. I'm not sure how you're supposed to look at that, but the Detroit Lions in all their glory, number one team in the NFL ended up on a damn railroad space with some other team instead of getting their own square. Unbelievable. And I will say they made that monopoly in the time of Barry Sanders. So come on. I know we didn't win anything then. We aren't now, but still come on. Uh, Olympics Centennial Edition. I'm sure that was an exciting board. Just kidding. It probably wasn't. Uh, Pokemon Monopoly, which I think I could do without. And I know a lot of people disagree with me. But that's because you're wrong. And Star Wars Original Trilogy Monopoly Board did not come out until the 90s when they re-released the original trilogy. Which I believe was 97. So that's a... That's something to get your hands on. I bet that's a good old time. And all the, oh, you know what? My friend might have that. I was about to name some properties that probably existed. And then I saw it in my head. I was like, oh, those properties do exist. I think there's a, there's a Dagobah. There's an Endor. There's a, a Yavin 5 or whatever the hell it's called. It's all on there. And I know too much about Star Wars. Super Bowl 32 Monopoly. I found that to be funny because they didn't make a Super Bowl 31 Monopoly. They didn't even make a Super Bowl 30 Monopoly, but they made a Super Bowl 32 Monopoly. So big year for the Super Bowl. Uh, World Cup 1998, same situation. <laughs> Why did that one get a Monopoly board? And then uh, most major cities actually got their own Monopoly boards in the 90s. Not all of them, but most major cities. So all your uh, Detroit and New Orleans and probably Indianapolis, Chicago, Minneapolis. Obviously, I'm naming mainly Midwestern places because those are the ones directly around me right now. But all those different versions of Monopoly came out in the 90s. And they're still coming out with different boards literally all the time. I think you can go to a website and custom make boards too for like family reunions and stuff. I'm sure there's a minimum order. Every college has one now. Uh, they make super easy gifts. I've been in a lot of airports recently and you can like, when you go to Michigan, you can buy a U of M monopoly or Michigan state monopoly. Uh, if you can custom make them, I want to find out what the minimum order is. And then I want to make my own and get people to commit to buy them from me. Not for profit, just to break even. And I will make it hilarious. There's probably going to be a dick pic on Baltic Avenue. Finally, I wanted to end with a story about how a nice up north vacation was ruined by Monopoly. I was probably about eight years old. My brother would have been 11 and my grandma would have been older because she's my grandma. I don't want to do that math right now. Actually, I guess I could. That would be 68. Haha. -ha. 60 years older than I am. Or was. Whatever. So we all play Monopoly as a family. Other people were there. Obviously, my mother, my grandma, or my grandpa whatever but we we knocked him out and then it was my brother my grandma and me and then around 2 a.m it was just my brother and my grandma after much screaming between me and my brother because you know we hated each other 
And uh, I thought he was cheating and he thought I was cheating. And that's kind of how things went. And my brother and my grandma played till 3.30, I believe, in the morning. And so instead of a nice, relaxing up north vacation, it was a, it was a violent game of Monopoly with, with lots of aggression and very little outdoors time. Just like prison. See you hanging around, starting to swear bound. This black hole of duck for me and Silently with him With hands to the chin skin Shot breaks my disease And I can breathe So before I go, I wanted to play you that clip of the introduction of Monopoly. Did you catch anything weird on the when they spelled it out in the beginning? I'm gonna play you just the spelling part in the beginning one more time. You tell me if you catch anything weird. Keep in mind this is 1990, Family Game Show. I'm sorry, but that was sex audio. <laughs> M O N O. Like no, that was that was sex audio. <laughs> there's there's nothing else that could have been. That's like some weird pervy producer being like, "Okay. The guy's going to sing the consonants. The girl's going to sing the vowels. There's only O's." You know I'm going to this? Because it's creepy. Because it's fucking creepy. It's really weird. Thanks for listening today, guys. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you go drink some Griffin Claw and let me know what you think of it. And go play a game Monopoly. Find some people you really care about. And just start a long game of Monopoly. And by the end of it, you won't like those people anymore. It's a great way to break up with a girlfriend. Or stop talking to your family. Just start a game of Monopoly. What could go wrong? It'll be a great time. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Beers and 90s. Email beersand90s at gmail.com. Or go to beersand90s.com to see an incomplete website. It'll be complete soon, but I don't know when. It's not like I'm in charge of this damn thing. Thank you so much. Join us next week when my guest will be Willie P., the bassist extraordinaire. And the week following that, I have another guest who is an amazing local artist. And a couple weeks after that, I have an interview with a brewer. And then I'm going to be at a 
Beer Fest at the end of April. I got a lot going on, guys. Keep on listening. Good times. Great oldies. 104.3. WOMC. Wait. Nope, nope. This is a podcast called Modern Beers and 90s Nostalgia. We do not have call letters. We do not have a radio address. Just so we're clear. Bye. Have a good week. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.